Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. April 20th, 2021. Doppelganger Madness. Cheese fries. Lima beans. Luther Super Sexy Time Vandross. Attack Rabbits. Silicon Suits. Gelato Wars, and Sleeping in a Celebrity's Bed. This is Awesome Today. Awesome Today is a mostly daily podcast. Or, it might be part of a double-blind study conducted by the CIA, effectively an extension of old mind control studies like MKUltra. If you don't like it, please continue to listen anyway, so that our data gathering is not compromised. Hello. Good day. It is a good day. It is. It's been a busy day. It has. For us, as we speak on Monday, for you as you listen on Tuesday. Yes. Yeah, it's uh, April 20th. Happy April 20th, everyone. It's 420. Of course, all the kids everywhere are snickering as they have for decades. Bunch of turds. Yep. Well, it's National Lookalike Day. Oh, you don't say. It's obviously a date date gray. Nope, not that, probably. Obviously not that, most likely. It's a great day, rather, for twins. Especially the identical variety. Especially that kind. But it certainly isn't limited to them. Um, It's for anybody who has identified their lookalike or doppelganger. Doppelganger. Ancient legend would insist that telling the difference between a real person and a doppelganger, why they immediately assume that the doppelganger is a fake, I don't know, but they do. Um, And it was important to tell the difference because it was often a bad omen, a sign of death. Right. All kinds of stuff. So the way that you would tell the difference between the fake and the real is that the fake has no reflection and no shadow. Mm, mm-hmm. It's a little extreme, perhaps. That feels like a blending of mythology. Like, isn't that also how you tell if someone's a vampire? Yeah. yeah. So interesting. Is that mythology or is that laurology when Ooh. it's a vampire? Ooh. I don't know. I made that word up as far as I know. 
what is the, it probably is lore more than mythology. Mythology probably has more specifically to do with the gods and... This was my assumption. Yeah. I've also made an ass out of myself and others, (laughs) as the word implies. (laughs) Uh, do you want to tell the people you have a little, we have a little code speak for our mm. identical twins. We don't say this to their faces. We certainly don't. We certainly don't. Now, not yet on camera have I fully pulled out my redneck alter ego. <laughs> well, a li- you got a little smidge mm, of it. Barely any. <laughs> barely any. Um, not only is the dialect, is the language choice, all of that good, it's really understanding language patterns, thought patterns that would form a language decision. Yes. And so in Redneck, definitively, the identical twins would be same looking sums of bitches, <laughs> which we would never call them to their face, but Meg enjoys it immensely when I say that, not in front of their faces. It just tickles me because you do have an excellent working uh, use of the redneck dialect. I grew up in it. I know these folks. Yes. Um, But also, I feel like I've earned the right to laugh about that, having carried identical twins in my body. Yeah. Beyond that, if that wasn't enough, throwing up in a supermarket bathroom, Mm -hmm. that earns you a lot of uh, street cred? I don't know. Something. Some kind of cred. All right. Speaking of cred, no, that's not a good segue, but here we go. National. Of credder cheese? Yeah, credder cheese. It is National Cheddar Fries Day, you guys. Mm-hmm. I mean, picture it. Crispy fries with melted cheddar. Why the hell not? Indeed. Why stop with cheddar? Why not add bacon or jalapenos, tomatoes, chili? Listen, they're basically just... A better form of baked potato. So anything you put on a baked potato. For sure. Why wouldn't you put it on good fries? Do it. The origin of cheese fries isn't perfectly settled. I feel like it was probably born right here in Oklahoma, but I could be wrong. It's possible. Definitely that would be where the very low quality chili application came from. Right down at your neighborhood Sonic. Mm -hmm. They poop in the chili there as (laughs) urban legend of Oklahoma would tell (laughs) us. I want to know how many places around the country have an urban legend of someone pooping in the chili. Definitively, I've heard both the Sonic chili cheese fries as well as for more than one person, as though it was their original story, a Boy Scout campout. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They pooped in the counselor's chili. Yes. And he didn't know, of course. He did not know it. Plainly, he could not taste the turd. Mm, mm, mm. Mm. Well, the origin of cheese fries is, is cheese fries. Why well, I keep saying cheese fries? Cheese fries. <laughs> uh, it's not settled, but it is suspected that as early as the mid-18th century, that's the mid-1700s, yeah. if you need a little uh, converter there, uh, the good people of Belgium were began, began frying potatoes. Why do we not call these Belgium fries? It, it doesn't sing as well. As French fries. And there's no Belgian on the fries. It's not like you're actually eating Belgians. Well, but French fries. You're not eating the French. Actually, you might be surprised. Okay. Well, they didn't really... French fries, I guess, didn't really flex into their fullness for ch- adding that cheese to right, it. Right, right. I don't know that they even did, fries. whatever. But, yeah. Okay. They definitely fried the potato. Okay. Whether or not they had cheeses on the potatoes, who can know? right. The origin story of national, not national, of cheddar fries, is what I mean to say. 
probably came about in the 1950s with the invention of your favorite and mine, mm. canned cheese products. Yes. The can is actually more nutritious than the cheese. We are both people who love and appreciate the purity of a great cut of steak, mm -hmm. of filling your body with protein and fat, and also opening up a can of che canned cheese. Yeah, it's good stuff. Now, I just want to—I want to curtail a, a potential wildfire here. Um, undoubtedly, in the midst, there are some Canadians out there screaming. What about us? What about poutine? Didn't we had a role to play in this? No, you didn't. Well, I just want to make it clear. No, you didn't. Gravy and cheddar, canned cheddar. Well, they it's even used different, different ball They games. even used some cheese curd in the 1950s oh, development. Oh, I yeah. don't know what it is now. I know then okay. there was some cheese curd involved, all of that. But plainly, that's no using real food is no competition for canned cheese. Canned cheese product. You can't even right. call it cheese. Right. Cheese-like cheese essence. Yes, it's a cheese-like substance. And I would just eat it straight out of the can. I actually right. have done that before. The last ingredient on the can, I believe, is that it was stored in a place where cheese once was. <laughs> and that's how they claim the cheese component. Yes, that's exactly how they flavor LaCroix, too. Yes, it's true. In fact, they just drive the delivery truck by a place where a lemon tree used to be, and they call it yes. Lemon LaCroix. Lemon LaCroix. Yes. Well, you'll be excited to know it's Lima Bean Respect Day. I'm not excited. I reject this day. Well, you shouldn't. They're also known as butter beans. If anybody's like, what the hell's a lima bean? <laughs> well, it's, only, it's a butter bean. Only people that talk like that would say what the hell's it's a true. lima bean. It's true. It's <laughs> true. Now listen, lima beans are a fantastic source yes. of fiber. If you like to poop, you'll love lima beans. Yes. They have potassium, iron, manganese. Don't forget the manganese. Everyone always forgets manganese. You know what? It's an essential I feel like there's a reason. How many Mineral. things have we talked about lately that have had manganese in it? They, every one of them makes them sound like they have the corner of the market on the damn manganese. And it's like, well, shit, everything has it in there. Well, but only trace amounts, I think. Well, if you ate more than a trace amount, you'd get the manganese buggy. Oh, all right. Let's or is do that it. that's magnesium? You get a lot of that. You get the well, the liquid buggy yourself in the back quarters part. And that's thing. right. Um, some sources do insist that lima beans are one of the healthiest foods in existence. To which I say, I'd rather be unhealthy. <laughs> but anyway, if you want to celebrate them, definitely eat some. Your this activity may become difficult though as you sift through the varietal options available to you. Uh, there's the Dixie Butter Pea, okay, Jackson Wonder, all right, Eastland, mm. Speckled Calico, yeah, now Big Mama, okay, King of the Garden, yep, that's just to name a few. Well, in defense of the lima bean on Lima Bean Respect Day, I mean, I hate lima beans, but. Hey, you know what? Maybe I've just never had the freaking King of the Garden variety. It's possible. It's Maybe possible. I've never had a speckled calico and it would change my mind and my life forever. I watched, uh, I'm sure everyone has seen some version of this meme-ish thing, like the best way to prepare kale. And it shows somebody dumping a plate full of it in the trash. Yeah. That's how I feel about the lima bean. Honestly, I do too. I can't remember ever. You know, growing up, I didn't like Brussels sprouts. The only kind I'd ever had were 
boiled or some kind of terrible thing. Then you you grew up, you you have roasted Brussels sprouts. Yeah. I love them. They're delicious. A little oil, a little vinegar. Yeah, so good. I just... Sea salt, I pepper, can't, I can't, garlic. Sorry. I can't imagine a preparation of lima beans that I would feel excited about. If I'm wrong, please go to the Awesome Today please, Facebook group. Please go to the Almost Awesome Today Facebook group. <laughs> And put your recipes over there. We'll never see them. No, tell me, tell me what we're doing wrong. If we don't respect the lima beans, maybe there's a preparation yeah. that we just don't know about. Here's the thing, though. We're open. If what you bring to the table is a crap ton of work, it's never going to happen here. If you have to like plant your own in your backyard, well, any ridiculous. Well, first you got to sprout them, and then you grind them into powder, and then you docile some cocaine on top and bake them into brownies. Better, let's be I, honest. It has to be something that's actually representative of. No, I'm actually eating the bean. Okay, all right. Uh, hey, first of all, it's your birthday today. You Happy birthday! <gasps> I stole it. You always take it every once in a while. I want people to know I give a shit. Okay. It's like one thing I have that's good in this life is telling people happy mm, birthday. Good. Another good thing you have is a husband. What? That a-hole? <laughs> Who spends hours writing these notes so we can do awesome today. If it is your birthday, as Kyle said, truly, happy birthday. You do share it with an R&B singer whose music has honestly made millions of bedrooms better suited for sexy time, and that man is Luther Vandross. Luther, MF, and Vandross. You also share it with actress Jessica Lange, who was the female lead in the King Kong film of 1976. Right on. If you try to tell Mac, one of our identical twins, those same, same looking <laughs> sons of bitches, uh, if you try to tell him that Kong's full name is King Kong, he will get furious and yep. he will Kong out on you. He gets very, he even brings a, a karate yes. style air chop of the hand yes. to stop you. Yes, it is in the modern vernacular only Kong, but hey, Jessica Lang, thank you for... Thank you for being the damsel in distress. Mm -hmm. in even if you fell in love with a big ape. That's right. Well, let's talk about some dates in history. Okay. It's time to go back in the past. 1957, you may be familiar with the Mayflower. It is <laughs> the ship that brought pilgrims to the New World. Well, in 1957, a replica was made cleverly and oh so innovatively named the Mayflower 2. Those are some clever dudes. The May Mayflower 2 electric boogaloo. Yes. In fact, that's exactly what it was called. It was sailed from Brixton, England to Plymouth, Massachusetts, taking 55 days to complete the journey. Why did they do that? I don't know. Well, I'm not I sure don't why. don't know. But when they arrived, they called everyone they saw Indians. So No. Well, was, they probably did. It was 1957. It was so. a nod to Christopher Columbus mm. and his great explorative and nomenclature skills. Yes. All right. Well, 1979. One President Jimmy Carter. The one that you almost went to camp with, right? Well, no, was that Carter it or was, Ford? I can't remember which one it was. Pretty sure Gerald it was Ford. Party. I think it was Gerald Ford. I don't remember. Um, I think that's it was a whole Carter other story. Because that's who was president 
in the late 70s. It's possible. It's okay, possible. anyway. That's a whole other story. That is a deep story. cut. If yeah. you remember that story, you are truly Awesome yeah. Today fam. I, if he never did anything positive, if it was Carter, if he never did anything else positive in his administration, he did save me from getting kicked out of camp. In fact, my mom took my side because she was so impressed with everything. Yes, okay. Anyway, well, anyway. Let's, let's revisit this story from the life of President he, Carter. He was visiting home in Georgia, and I forget the exact city. I'm not a Carter aficionado. Um, I know there was a phrase for a, lot time, a, lo a long time, rather, that somebody had more something than Carter had pills. He was a, he was a pill popper. Um, so we have that. In any event, no, he was visiting home in Georgia, and he was out fishing, flat bottom boat, out in the water, all of that. And he's attacked by a swamp rabbit. Swamp rabbit? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was, he's in the boat by himself. Now, his security detail was on the banks. They, they could do nothing. Yeah. They could do nothing. They're over there in suits and Wait, he was polished like, shoes and shit, and he's out in the water. He was in the water, mm -hmm. you're, is what you're saying to me. This rabbit swam? That's exactly... Out to the president's boat? That's exactly what happened. I did not know that rabbits could swim. I did not either. I was not aware that there were swimming rabbits, much less swamp rabbits, but there are. I found oh, that out today. Lordy. Um, they're also called marsh rabbits, cane cutters. It's effectively... It's a cottontail rabbit. Who can swim? Well, there, yeah, and there's a little bit of a, a, a species thing here, right? Um... This particular group, which is common to the southern states, I think maybe even there there might be some mild webbing to their feet. I, that part I'm unsure on. Perhaps someone from that region can comment and help us out. Um, but these this species does love wet areas. Okay. And as the story goes, the rabbit was being chased by hounds uh, and had dove into the water to escape them and was swimming towards the president's boat with... Every seeming intention of boarding the craft. Wow. A rabbit pirate, if you will, making strange hissing noises, gnashing its teeth. It was only deterred by Carter waving his paddle and slapping the water, probably emitting 12-year-old girl-like screams <laughs> I as know well. I would be. <laughs> yeah. Now, the media had a lot of fun with this. Sure, of course. Um, because there was there was a lot of criticism of, of Carter. Not that there ever isn't for a president. Of course, but every one he, of them. He deservedly got quite a bit more, I think, than normal. They uh, Somebody had taken a poster for the movie Jaws, and they'd... Before Photoshop was even a thing, they'd managed to put a, a rabbit on there and change the name from Jaws to Paws. Yes. That that was well received. And unfortunately for President Carter, but fortunately for everyone else, this whole event occurred in proximity to the U.S. release of Monty Python's Holy Grail, which of course did have killer rabbits. Wow. So, yeah, it was quite a thing. This is a great story of American folklore and history <laughs> swamp rabbits i had no idea right today i Just learned when you thought you were safe yep well in 1982 the company activision releases the game pitfall for the atari did you play it no we didn't have an atari we weren't rich well you didn't play it at a friend's house that's the only place i, I didn't have it. any rich friends y'all <sighs> were rich you had an atari just we, admit it well we had no Wait, what did yes, we Yes, you did. We did. We had the original. This wasn't, to my knowledge, this may not have been out on the original. 1982? 
Yeah. I don't know. That it was the Atari 2600. I feel like there was one before that. And yeah. if there was, when the 2600 became available, this one went on sale, and we would have bought the one on sale. Well, okay. Because that's what we did. Yes, okay. Oh, it's barely, look, kids, it's barely been used. You can't even tell the difference. That's what we did. Okay. But yeah, that was a great game. Except for the timing of trying to jump on the vine to swing across the stuff and not die. I screwed that up continually. It probably didn't help that the eight-hole friend I had, he always gave me the, the paddle controller, not the joystick, the paddle controller. And trying to get things done with that was really walking backwards. What do you mean paddle controller? It's, so you have a, a push button on the side and then a twist, like oh. a dial oh. on top. And it, it was really designed for Pong. Okay. Makes sense, kind of? Yeah. Yeah, except it didn't, really. It sucked. Okay. It, you know, everybody tries their thing. They made a lot of money selling a crappy product. They sure did. But Pitfall was a great game. Because it was 1982, and what the hell else were you going to do? Great, go down to the arcade. <laughs> yes. Spend a quarter every time. Yep. Going broke. That's right. Um, where are we? Is it my turn? Yeah, it is. Holy moly. 2020. All the way up to almost current. And I remember this as though it were yesterday because it practically <laughs> was. And this applies to my industry. The price of U.S. oil went negative. And, and, and that's the, like the first time in history that's ever happened. And I'm sure you're thinking, what? This is crazy. It was crazy. Um, for It wasn't like for an extended period of time. There was one day in the midst of some this geopolitical day. turmoil. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Where And it wasn't even for the entirety of the day. It was like for just a, a few hot minutes, things went really haywire in the markets. Don't, the price of oil actually went to negative $37.63 a barrel. Okay. And now it's not like anybody was out there lining up to sell their oil barrels for $37.63. Mm -mm. um, I'd be shocked if any barrel was actually sold for that price. Okay, yeah. But... Yeah, things went haywire in the markets, and that was an actual thing that happened. Literally couldn't give your oil away. You had to pay somebody to take it. I had to pay. Can someone take this oil off my hands? Right. We'll, uh, I'm sure in days not too far in the future, we'll long for the return of this event as gas prices continue to climb. But that's good for Oklahoma's economy. Is it, though? Yeah. Do you be. say that like... Oklahoma legislature is going to do something responsible with the money. They'll never do it. They can't. They're wildly irresponsible. In fact, the entire legislature's been replaced with doppelgangers. <laughs> and you can tell by holding up a mirror. Or shining a bright light and seeing no shadows. No shadows exist on the floor of the Oklahoma legislature. Those damned same-looking sons of bitches. <laughs> hey, do you have anything in trending? We have lots of trending today. I will bring us the first trending. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... 
All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Because it applies to men. Oh, this may be important. Ladies, if you have a man that you're a friend with, or more than friends, or friends with benefits, or any of that, maybe you'd like a better benefit than what you currently have, and this is where it comes into play, but don't get too excited. It's not a, it's not a magical pill that enlarges part of a man's manness. Okay. Um, that would be where some minds go. Yes. Now, there's a Chinese company that's created the perfect solution for hiding those COVID pounds that may have snuck up on a man during quarantine, you can purchase either a chest piece, okay, basically a torso, they call it a chest piece, it's a whole torso, um, or a full body suit, okay. and they look stunningly real. They cover the flab and make it look like chiseled muscle. Okay. It's a, it's a little, to be honest, it's a it's a little fakey. It's a little creepy. Okay. But it is it's stunningly real at the same time. Like that's not real. <laughs> it's weird. I gotta go check. This you out. do need to look at it. The pictures are really weird. Okay. Now, depending on the size of suit you need, which mm-hmm. would depend on both your body size and your girthiness, mm-hmm. your COVID girthiness. Yes. Um, it could cost as much as six hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. So it's practically a bargain. Mm-hmm. Um, you get one of these and some Luther Vandross going in the background. Who knows what might happen next? Everyone knows the sexiest part about starting sexy time is when your man takes off his chiseled abs chest piece, or when he puts it on. <laughs> when he puts it on. I wasn't interested before, but now. Yeah. You've shown me something interesting. Yes. All right. Um, you can find these. If you don't speak uh, Chinese, you can find them on eBay or AliExpress. Um, and if you go this route, if this is your solution to COVID weight, whether, it, again, it's for you or someone you know or whatever, because there's no reason a woman couldn't wear one of these and have a yeah. have man-chiseled muscles, if sure. that's what you desire. Yeah. Um, just be sure to hydrate. A silicone suit can get pretty sweaty from what I hear. (laughs) The thought of wearing a silicone... It's miserable. ...suit, I just almost fainted at the thought. Mm -hmm. Not in a good way. Not a swoon kind of faint. You You don't want me to get mine out? You want me to send it back? Please do. Okay. All right. Trending. You guys need to know there is great turmoil in Italy right now. Why? Italy, Why? An Italian senator, not Julius Caesar, or Brute or any of his compadres, this is in the modern day, an Italian senator has proposed a legal definition for what constitutes gelato and artisanal makers. Now, it would impact what ingredients can be used and of what quality. Mm -hmm. Possibly, possibly even quantity. One... Griper, who was interviewed, and I'm not saying it's bad to gripe. They were griping. Um, it was an artisanal maker who was feeling offended by the non-artisanal versions. Indicated oh, that if yes. 
if one of the main ingredients, like if it's supposed to be lemon flavored, and the literal last ingredient on the list is lemon, mm. that there's mm. a problem there. Mm. Yes, there is. It would also look to limit the treat to being no more than 30% air, of course, mm -hmm. bearing in mind fever had gelato. It's a whipped dessert. Violation of the proposed laws would come with an 8,000 euro fine. They That's are not fooling around. No. About the gelato. Now, Italy, of course, is known for its gelato. Indeed. It is one of their best known cultural exports. Those in agreement with the proposed laws claim that it would keep quality higher, stating that a poorly made gelato can be as much as 80% air and 110% disappointment. Indeed. Here's the thing. It's ultimately America's fault. Of course it is. It's the American tourist no over surprise. there who's like, what, I can buy his gelato for mm. five euros and this one over here for two? Yeah. Freaking Americans are yeah. everything. Yep. Yeah. Buying the crap, putting the good makers out of business. So who knows? Who knows what will happen there? Yep. Trending number three, Hester Ford, no relation to Henry, as far as we know. Okay. She peacefully passed away Saturday okay. of this prior week. She was the oldest living American. She was either 115 or 116 years old. We're unsure on this. When you pass 100, who gives a shit anymore, right? Well, ask your granny, because she's past 100. You're right. I don't think she she's cares. She's 105. I don't think she cares she's, one way or the other. She might set the new record. She's possible. coming for Hester's record. It's possible. Um, the, the disagreement, the inability to determine, is that there are two different things reported in historic censuses that were taken, okay. yeah. or sensi, or whatever the plural is. <laughs> Where, yeah, that was a problem. Maybe she forgot one of the two years how old she was and said a wrong thing. Or somebody wrote it down wrong. Yes. Whatever. Okay. Anyway, she lived through two pandemics, two world wars, 21 different presidential administrations, and lived entirely on her own until she was 108, at which point I think she fell in the bathtub and her kids got freaked out and made somebody move in with her. Oh, okay. She did pass away at home. Okay. So that's a thing. Well, she's got Granny Beat there, doesn't she? And here's another way she has my grandmother beat. She has 12 children, 48 grandchildren, 108 great-grandchildren, and 120 great-great-grandchildren. That is extensive, prolific, admirable, amazing. There are some towns in rural America whose population does not exceed her family. Right, exactly. At what point do you think she stopped keeping track of the names of just her grandchildren? 48's a lot. Oh, I'm guessing she struggled with the 12 names of her own kids. <laughs> I struggle with the names of my five children. So yes, yeah. I bet she does. Now my grandma, my granny, she likes to, she liked to rather when she was still at home, have her walls plastered with pictures of all of the all of the progeny and the progeny's progeny and the mm -hmm. progeny's progeny's progeny and all of that. Yes. Can you imagine she would need a multi-room mansion yes. for pictures of all of these? It's a lot going on. Wow. Yeah. So may she rest in peace. That's right. Well, you found us a good old Florida man. I did. 
Florida man, April 20th, 2018, not that long ago, a Florida man found asleep in Taylor Swift's bed. It's the best place to sleep, isn't Apparently, it? Apparently, he thought so. Investigators said he also used the shower, the creep. Mm. Well, you got to get cleaned up before you get in the bed, right? Ooh, yeah, he was ultimately charged with stalking, burglary, criminal trespassing, and criminal mischief. That is one of my favorite charges. Yes. Criminal mischief. Now, Swift, of course, is no stranger to odd events. People are always trying to be crazy up in her space. Yep, yep. In early April of 2018, a Connecticut man. Do we need Jesse Lee? Should we bring in a Connecticut man meme? Yeah, no? possibly so. A Connecticut man was arrested for robbing a bank, driving to Taylor's Rhode Island home, and then throwing the cash over the fence in an attempt to impress her. And indeed it did. I believe she threw all pairs of panties she owned back at the <laughs> All you had to do was rob a bank and throw cash at me That's and I'm right. yours, sir. It's done. Yep. How'd you know the recipe? That's right. Into my heart and my bed. Well, it's time to whirl a little. Watch, read, listen, life, style. We got some stuff. What are we watching? Well, we're continuing to watch Lost, and I know we keep saying this, but I will say this. We we did, we're in the middle of, we had to pause and go to sleep last night. We I fell watch, asleep. I fell asleep yesterday. early. Yeah. Uh, but we are watching The Man from Tallahassee. It's a, it's a seminal episode, especially in season three, but even in the midst of the entirety of the Lost run, this is when John Locke, the reason for his being paralyzed, being in a wheelchair, at the time of the plane crash, is finally revealed. I mean, they, the writers did a superb job of dropping hints, leaving a lot of question marks throughout the first two and a half seasons. Finally, in The Man from Tallahassee, we all find out how it is that John Locke became paralyzed. So anyway, we were both falling asleep last night. We stopped it because we didn't want to miss Yes. Episode. And if you want to know, you'll either have to watch it yourself or sneak into our yard and peek through the bedroom <laughs> windows this evening. <laughs> hey, on my own during the day today, as I was puttering about, I started watching the Real World Reunion. That sounds terrible. It is amazing. It is on Paramount Plus. Is that what they're calling it? I have no idea. Um... It's the reunion of the very first cast of The Real World, the New York City show that started it all. Kyle, never in a long time have I been faced with my own aging as I look to these people who were in their, they were 19 to 25 when the original Real World was filmed. Mm -hmm. That was 30 years ago. Mm -hmm. And I'm looking at these people like, y'all are old. And then I looked at myself in the mirror. You're not said, old. We're in our 40s. You're glowingly young. Well, thank you for saying that. Time comes Just for us all. remember I said it when I get out the silicone chesticles. <laughs> anyway, I only just watched the first episode, but it was so wonderfully nostalgic for me. I'm definitely looking forward to watching more of it. Um, I hated it when it was new. You would. Yeah. It's exactly the kind of thing that you would hate and I would love. And that's why I'm watching it on my own. Very good. Good for you and good for me. Um, what about reading? Are you reading anything? I've read nothing today. I had a full day. It's been a busy run. I did, you know, yesterday was James Franco's birthday. 
Yes. Remember that? Yes. I remember that because I wrote the show notes as the producer for the Monday show. Yes. Go ahead. Flex so, into it. So I noticed as I was Googling the James Franco, because I was like, what has he been in? I noticed some very recent news headlines popping up. Mm-hmm. Well, that's because last week, The Ringer, an online website you may be familiar with. Yes, it's a great site. Published a long-form piece called The Behind-the-Scenes Stories of the James Franco Anne Hathaway Oscars Debacle. In 2011, these two hosted the Oscars together and everyone hated it everywhere for all the things. So this long read is very interesting. It tells what was going on. James Franco was wildly uncommitted to this. Like he did not want to do it. He was very busy. He was getting like a degree, like a a graduate level degree in online. No, like in person. In literature, he was also doing a film school thing. American Truck Driving School? I think that was it, okay. yes. Good he was for trying him. to get that truck driving license. It's good to have a trade. Yeah, he was wildly distracted from his acting responsibilities. On the other hand, Anne Hathaway was like 110% all in, and things just sort of devolved yeah. from there. So I'll put a link in the group if you guys want to check this out. Again, it's, it's one of the long-form pieces that I love. It's a deep dive into pop culture and those types of things. So, nice, nice, nice. What about listening? Well, you tell us. Well, I've already sung the praises of Luther MFing Vandross <laughs> and the excitement he can bring to the sexy time. That's right. Honestly, I'm not a fan. Okay. I'm willing to celebrate him. I don't disrespect what he's done. It's just not for me. It's not your thing. It doesn't make me feel sexy. Okay. All right. What about lifestyle? Um, my lifestyle is sexy. Yeah. That's what I do. With or without your silicone suit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but even better with it. Yes. I like to bring it along like a third party. Uh, when we ride around in the Jeep, you sit in the back seat and silicone (laughs) Kyle is in the passenger seat. It's quite the time. Yeah. We get more than a few uh, second glances when we do that. It'd probably help if we... Put a head on the torso. Yes, but as it is, it's very creepy. Yeah, yeah. Now you've got a lifestyle. Well, I have a couple. You have a couple. I have a couple. I've got a couple. I even thought of one as we were recording. Oh man! First of all, we did hang out with friends over the weekend. It was lovely. Our kids ran their little legs off in our friend's yard. It was highly enjoyable. I don't think we have even fully recovered. It was uh, no. It was a marathon visit. We enjoyed it. Secondly, I do have a scent of the day, and my order just came in from Posey Perfumes, so I'm going to have many scents upcoming. Oh boy! But here's the thing: I shared this in the Smelling Awesome Facebook group. It's a spinoff of the Sort Awesome Hangout, where we talk about our favorite scents for various things. I mentioned on the scent of the day thread there that I'm really into this idea of your skin, but better scents right now. So mm-hmm. something a little more delicate, a little more subtle that just smells good to be around. I want to be the kind of person that when I go in for a hug and I believe that hugs are coming back in our post pandemic world eventually, that when I go in for a hug, somebody's going to be like, Oh, you smell so good. What is that? You smell like bacon and laundry detergent. <laughs> That's actually what I just naturally smell like (laughs) my natural mess. It's what drew me to you. Yes. Anyway, I'm sort of into that one that I'm wearing today. I don't know that I would fully call this a your skin bit better because this is pretty vanilla-y, but I'm wearing one from my favorite perfume house, Posey Perfumes. It's called Ivory Lace. You can get that vanilla for sure. Yep. yep. It's three vanillas lashed with amber honey and wrapped in antique lace are the scent notes on that. 
another lifestyle I forgot to put in the notes. I, I believe that this summer will be the summer of linen pants and linen yes. skirts for me and for many. I've been looking at linen shirts. Have you now? Not that I've never had one before. Yeah, you have. You've had a couple. But I've been looking and I... I cannot. I'm. I suck. I can't remember the name now. The Cuban style. Yeah, 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 yeah. Shirts. Love it. I'm, you I'm probably going to go with a few of those. Okay, you look good. Not you to got steal that, your lifestyle thunder. Well, you've got that aqua one. Do you still have that? Oh yes. Oh, it's one of my favorites. It's a delight. Looks great on you. You and your son Nico. You have opposite colorings. You both look great in that aqua e blue. Well. Anyway. Thank you. I guess you're welcome. I put in an order to the Old Navy recently. I tried to get some dresses. Those were a big fail for me, but Old Navy traditionally does a pretty great linen pant. I'm wearing some right now. I'm wearing the high-waisted drawstring linen pant in olive. I've been wearing them all day. I love them. I've been... They're ashless, so I like them as well. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Lord have mercy on us. Um, I got another pair that's more of a cropped variety in gray. Mm -hmm. I'm on the lookout for some other linen pieces. Linen, I feel like, is a great thing to wear in the summer. It's a grown-up yeah. thing where you still look put together, but at the same time, it's very cool. Yeah, it's like a classy version of sweatpants that it are is. tolerable for the temperature. It honestly is. Now, Old Navies are a linen blend, so you've got some rayon in there. That's going to affect I, notoriously Old Navy's linen shrinks upon drying so that's something to be aware of but you know you you challenged me to think about looking at small brands because i was really disappointed mm -hmm. in my old navy order you challenged me look for some small brands look for some brands that are um, really up and coming or they're trying to make a name for themselves that are doing great work and see what else is out there so i've been doing a little online shopping i'll report back later all right well, mine's kind of, I, I'm just going to lump all of my stuff into one. It's a, it's a small story. It's not a big story. No seatbelts or anything required. Okay. Um, anybody who has ever owned a Jeep, and especially I think those who've owned a 2018 plus Jeep, know that there are some issues existing within the whole steering setup. Yeah. And steering, well, just purely engineering period is fascinating. Mm. Um, I'm not one, but I respect what those guys do. Yeah. Well, within the geometry of the steering setup, mm. everything within the Jeep, it leaves a really wide, honestly, unacceptably wide range of problems for, with, with rather harmonics where it can throw you into some wobbly and even get to the extreme of what, people would term as a death wobble experience. We've yeah. talked about this a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, one of the culprits on the 2018 Plus was, for whatever strange reason, Jeep decided to make the steering box. So when you when you turn your steering wheel, it goes down a shaft into a, gearing, into a gear box. Yeah. That is what then impacts the drag link, which connects to a... A wheel and the tie rod which connects that wheel to the other wheel and it's what makes your wheels turn right well the steering box for whatever strange reason they decided to go with aluminum rather than steel on these okay. and aluminum while it has fantastic memory as a metal far exceeding 
what steel does or anything else so that it could take some abuse and not lose its actual form. Also being lighter in weight, which is the excuse they used for using it. Well, problematically, it flexes very easily. Mm. And you can run into some instances because this window of harmonics is so big yeah. where you hit a bump just right, not even at a, a great speed, and it can it can throw this harmonic response into the entirety of the, the steering that then just jiggles the shit out of you. Yep. And literally, because it scares you that badly. Oh, it's like it's, then you have to clean up the mess. That's right. That's right. Now it's It's a little bit of a spooky thing. And... It's something I've been dealing with. I would have dealt with eventually anyway. It, it accelerated the problem when I put bigger wheels and tires on it because that's greater stress, all of that. So it was recognized and I had called my four-wheel drive shop yep. on Tuesday of last week mm -hmm. and said, hey, I need to talk with this guy. Is he there? Specific guy. He's one of the owners. He's the only one I trust there. And they said, oh, well, he's out. I said, can I leave a message? Sure. And so I left a message on Tuesday. I didn't get a call back Wednesday. I called multiple times Thursday. And they're busy, and I understand that. But I get put on hold, and I wait for minutes and fives and tens and on and on. Three times I endured this crap. Just trying to figure out if he was there. Yeah. Because I will gladly make the trip over. Yeah. Just to make sure I get in line to get visited with. Sure, of course. Can't get a hold of him Thursday. Can't get a hold of him Friday. Finally, late day Friday. I just drive over. And I'm familiar with the people there. I knew the guy who'd, quote unquote, taken the message. Uh-huh. On Tuesday. On Tuesday. He was working that day. And this was Friday. And this was Friday. Mm -hmm. And... It was, it was interesting. I didn't, uh, I never yelled. I never raised my voice. I never cursed. And those are some pretty big accomplishments for me in my life. Yeah. Um, but evidently I made it abundantly clear that the bullshit was beyond knee deep uh -huh. and I wasn't having it. Yep. I got a call from the owner who had asked to speak with originally about 30 minutes after I left, 20 minutes after I left. And we'd scheduled to, for me to show up today and mm -hmm. be taken care of with no weight and yeah. all of that. And when I arrived, not just the guy I'd asked for, it's, a, it's two guys own the place. Both of them were on the spot and ready and climbed in the Jeep with me. And we drove around and checked things out and yeah. walked through a solution and, and all of that. And so that was, it was nice to see some recovery from some pretty crappy treatment. So I would encourage you. You don't have to scream. Yep. You don't have to curse. You can, and it feels good too sometimes. Um, <laughs> but just be convicted in what you're about and call people to the carpet on when they're not doing things right. And especially if you can get in touch with an owner, I think quite often in a smaller business, you'll find that they are actually very eager to make sure that you're pleased and not necessarily for selfish reasons it's, no they're they're in the business because they love it that's why they did it to begin with that's right so yeah yes it was good we we reached a solution we've got some stuff in the works it's going to take a while because we're relying on third and fourth parties to get some things provided so that we can address everything but mm -hmm. we're on our way all right that's exciting yeah Anything okay. else? Well, it is 420, so you know what you're supposed to do. Don't. 420, go light it up. Don't. If you don't live in Oklahoma, it could cause a problem. We actually talked about that today because I was riding around with the guys from the shop. Really? Because they're, 
the building they're in, they, they do great business. They really do. I, I think the issue with me was really a very rare event. And yeah. that's probably why they were so receptive to sure. trying to get it fixed mm -hmm. in an eager fashion. But as we drove along, uh, they were talking about they're, they're kind of interested in a larger facility because they're outgrowing where they're at. But right now in Oklahoma, every single facility that would fit the type of business that they do has been snatched up by the weed business, okay. either warehousing or growing, it, you, it, the prices are through the roof. Even if you could get a bid in, you wouldn't win it. You, it's They're just going insanely fast. That's crazy. I didn't know that. I mean, I know I we have either. dispensaries literally everywhere. I didn't know it was that lot, big of a deal. But the actual production of marijuana, I did right. not know what was happening at such a big scale here. So, yep. all right. Yeah. Light it up. Spark it up, whatever we, it is people do with it. We won't be, but if you want to, then more power to you. All right. Well, I think that's everything. Do you okay. have anything else? That's it. All right. Have an awesome today, would you? Please do. Bye-bye. Bye. If someone robbed a bank, drove to my house and threw the cash in my yard, I would accept that. If this is something you are considering, reach out to us and we can share our home address. Good luck. Find Awesome Today and Sorta Awesome Media on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok and literally everywhere podcasts are found. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.